Hello. 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 Welcome to Solidly Blessed Podcast, hosted by me, Jesse. And myself, Mimi. Where we talk about family, finances, and marriage. We call it FFM. Stick around and prayerfully you will catch nuggets that you can use in your family, finances, and marriage. All right, here we go. Hello. Hello. Hello there, good people. Welcome to this week's episode of Silently Blessed Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Mimi. All right, this week we have decided to uh, talk about some finance type stuff with you guys. So, um, with the finances. All right, so on this week we have uh, uh, a, a topic that, um, that happened mm-hmm. just recently. And so the topic is uh, when someone uses your name to open up an account, uh, whether it's uh, a direct TV, dish, or credit card, or, or whatever, right? But so this just happened um, uh, probably about le- less than a week ago, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's fresh. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll go ahead and pick it up from the top. So, while at home, received a call in the afternoon from a delinquent bill collector, and the guy called and said, Hey, are you sitch and sitch? <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> no, he didn't say sitch and sitch. Are you, are you Bernard James? And I said, yes, I am Bernard James. Um, and you know, most of the time, I mess with the, yeah, the, the tele- telemarketers, markers. right? Yeah. So when I know it's a telemarketer, when they um, call, what do I usually say? Hello. Uh, hello. Okay, hello. Hello. And they say hello. Can you hear me? And I say hello. Yeah. <laughs> hello. And then I finally hang up when I know it's a telemarketer. Yeah, but but then you let them talk sometimes when you have a conversation with them and they ask you for your um, social security number. You say, okay, you ready? You got your pen ready? Yeah, that's right. And then I give them um, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or some number that I just make up out of nowhere. Remember the one time before we get in, Remember the guy cussed me? Yeah, Yeah. he he cussed me out. Remember that? Mm -hmm. He he was hot, boy. Yeah, calling here and then he getting hot with you. Yeah, he was like, man, you wasting my time, man. He said I could be running a scam on some people. Remember that? And then he was cussing up a storm. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, so this thing is real though. But um, I I do have one thing that I would like to say at the end of the podcast that I believe that would help people um but let's get into what this guy um did so he calls and he said hey are you bernard james and i said yes and then he said uh hey you have a delinquent uh bill with direct tv and at that time i let the guy finish saying what he said and he said that I was delinquent by $354. Uh, and I said to myself, well, 
you can. I haven't had direct TV since five years. Yeah, five or six years. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know, we had our cable cut out. Out. Yep, like five or six years ago because we were paying at that time I think it was like a hundred and fifty dollars a month, roughly mm-hmm. or something like that, right? We, were, we thought that was cheap. Yeah, and we thought that was cheap. So um, so yeah, we we Ben had our cable cut out. So what we did, just to let you guys know, it might be in a previous episode, but Thank we are you. going to share it now though. So we actually went to one of the big box stores. I'm not giving them any credit because they ain't giving me no uh, money for advertising their names. But we went to a big box store and we got an antenna that um, you can hook up to four TVs. And it's free over-the-air HDMI channels. And you get about 45 or 50 channels, including the local channels, uh, free of charge. So we use that, uh, Netflix, and Amazon Prime um, for our streaming services to be able to watch some movies. And then, I think we talked about this before, but on your TVs... They have like a, a plus, Samsung Plus or mm, whatever. Yeah. And they got what? Smart TVs. Uh, yeah. Thousands, uh, probably not thousands, but at least 150 or 200 channels of old shows of uh, stuff, right? Yeah. That you can actually watch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's ways to uh, get around mm-hmm. um, paying that high cable bill. I don't, I, I don't even know how we got caught up in that. In what, cable? Yeah. Yeah, because we didn't really have cable in England either, did we? We didn't. We had a little card that we had to pay Mm -hmm. something for, but it wasn't that much, though. And then when we got back here is when we got sucked into it. Yeah, but we had it before we left. But back to the original... um, The fraud. Yeah, back to the fraud. So the guy, like I said, he called and said, hey, you owed a... Three hundred and fifty-four dollars, and I'm from the delinquent uh, department. And so, right then, I thought that it was a scam. At first, you know, mm-hmm. after talking to the guy for a few minutes, mm-hmm. so yeah, you owe this money. So, <clears throat> I basically went in and went on ahead and told the guy, "Hey, man, I haven't had Direct TV in about five or six years, so you must have the wrong person." So at that point, I basically hung up on the guy, and he didn't call back, right? So I continued to do what I was doing, and uh, I guess it was about 30 minutes, uh, 45 minutes went by, and you know when they say something came to your mind or whatever? Mm -hmm. Well, the Holy Spirit basically led me to call um, Direct TV, to check on the situation and so I called direct TV and first they said that they couldn't find an account with my name on it right and I'm thinking to myself okay so that must be was a scam and as the person continued to put in our phone number and our zip code or whatever it was she was putting in she was like yeah somebody recently opened up um uh account in your name and that person basically told me that it was someone on indiana avenue 
and now I don't know what state whether that what state I don't know whether it was here in Virginia mm-hmm. or whether it was in Indiana, you know, or whatever. But she said that it was uh, Indiana Avenue. So after talking to this person, um, we decided that it definitely was fraud, but I didn't get the address the full address and now I'm still working on this case but I've called their global fraud department Mm -hmm. I've called the local police department but it was like the police department really wasn't interested in it because it was such a a small amount right which was only $354 um and i've checked my credit report and nothing has shown up on there yet like a delinquent um yeah you know bill or something like that so now i have to keep an eye on that but um here's where the story gets interesting so once i contacted direct tv they um tried to connect me to some different phone numbers of the global fraud department and I kept getting the runaround if you remember I was probably on the phone for like an hour and a half yeah, or two hours back and forth yeah that day right mm-hmm. and finally someone said to um, go to identitytheft.gov I think it is um, don't quote me on that but I think it's identitytheft.gov and actually, uh, there I filled out a report with all of the information that I had. Um, what was confusing about DirecTV and the police department, both of the uh, paperwork basically said that I needed to contact the other one to get information in order to file the report at each one of those like so for the police department in order for me to file there mm-hmm. i had to go Back to, to direct. the direct tv mm-hmm. and then for direct tv for the global fraud department i needed a police report mm-hmm. from the police department to file there so this thing is all confused yeah. yes it's confusing mm-hmm. um so if you've never had to deal with that i Pray that you don't have to to. deal with it, but I'm giving you what um, we've learned so far, so that way maybe it'll help you. So with that, what I did, like I said, I went to identitytheft.gov, filed a report there, put down as much information as I had, which basically was that someone called here saying that I was delinquent by 354 and that I called Direct TV. And so I put all that in there. And what they did is now I have um, basically uh, frozen my credit or I have where I get an alert if someone tries to open up a new account for one year. But if I could get a police report then um, I'll have that for seven years. So 
it's important that I can get a police report, but I got to get more information from Direct TV in order to be able to put in that police report. So next week or this week, at, as the time of this recording, I'm actually going to basically get back in touch with Direct TV, try to get the address and as much information as I can so that I can uh, get a police report. So, you think anybody's confused by all of this, yeah, what probably, I said? probably, because we got confused because, that, just like you just said, Direct TV is telling you to go uh, to contact police department, and then the police department telling you to get in contact with um, Direct TV. To get as much information as I can, like, and then I gotta fill out a form for the police department. Just inconvenient. Yep. And then once I fill out that form, then I'll get a police report number, and then I can go back into identitytheft.gov, and then I'll get seven years of monitoring, basically, or alerts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, without having to pay a fee. So basically, we're saying all that to say this, that it's a mess whenever you have this happen. I'm grateful that it's only for 300 and something That's dollars, true. you know, and not right. thousands of That's dollars. Right. Um, you know, so yeah, so that's what we're dealing with right okay. now. And you know, we like to bring you guys the real deal, mm-hmm. holy feel, um, of things that actually happen. So mm-hmm. that way, hopefully, it can help you and you won't have to go through it, or at least we're pointing you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. All right, and if you've had this to actually happen, um, go ahead and hit us up at our email mm-hmm. address. And uh, or our phone number, you guys have our phone number on there also, and tell us how you actually dealt with it. Um, and I was talking to just uh, a couple people from my job and a couple other places, and they were telling me that some people have opened up accounts in their name in the past, like a checking account and stuff like that. And I had someone else that told me just the other day that they used their credit card somewhere and I guess they had one of those I think they call them scammers yeah yeah they call them Mm -hmm. um skimmers I say scammers Mm -hmm. but well really they're scammers Mm -hmm. but it's called a skimmer Mm -hmm. where they actually get your credit card number and then they your purse right yeah then they produce another credit card that they go around and basically use so these people are working real hard to get your identity to get your um card information Mm -hmm. or to get into your bank account because they've already screwed up theirs and don't care or whatever and they don't care because they don't have jobs this is their full-time gig this is what they do all day every day which is uh, senseless acts against innocent people, That's in right. my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's really a mess out here. So uh, another thing what I wanted to say is if you don't 
check your credit, credit report. report. Make sure that you pull your credit report. You can get three um, credit reports um, from TransUnion, Expedia, and then there's one more without company. Your, without it affecting your credit score. Yes, without it affecting your credit score. So make sure what, what I try to do now is every three months I pull a report from the different agencies. So that way, every three months I'm at least trying to take a look at it rather than pulling all three of them at mm-hmm. one time. Right. And I think they had a change during COVID to where every seven days you could actually get a new um, credit report, right? But I think that's still in effect as of right now. So I think it's our freecreditreport.com is where you actually go at to get that credit report. Mm-hmm. And you can go ahead and put in all of your information. It will ask for your your name, your address, your social security number, um, your date of birth. And then it might ask you some questions about like where you've lived at in the past and stuff like that. And then once you do that, you can pull all three of the credit reports or just one credit report. I would suggest doing one like in January, one in April, and then one like in October or November, somewhere along mm-hmm. in there. So that way you can um, always keep track of your credit report. And the credit card companies now, they actually offer like monitoring. So two of our credit cards, they actually monitor um, whether any new accounts have been opened in your name or um, credit cards, stuff like that. So we have a, a Visa and basically they contact us with alerts and then we have a discover card that does a monthly deep web search to see whether anything has been placed on your account so credit cards are good for something i mean just don't suck up the interest or um, don't pay the bill. Whatever the bill is, make sure that you pay it when the bill actually comes you in. You can pay it. I mean, it's well, work you should be able that. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't put more on a credit card than you. You can pay off in the, that in month. that month. Yes. Yes. So try to work towards that, because, like I said, I think that they are good for stuff like that mm-hmm. for monitoring. Um, so. After I went to identitytheft.gov, a few days later, from one of my credit cards, I actually received the notification saying that a fraud alert has been placed on one of my accounts. I forgot which one it was, TransUnion or Expedia or whatever that other one is. So it's three of them. So I actually got that notification that I had already opened up an account um, of uh, alerts basically so now if somebody tries to do something you know I will basically get something in my email or via text or whatever so I'm not going to basically go over all of the details of this but I do want you to be aware that 
our um, information has been a part of a couple of the breaches. I'm not going to say which breaches because, you know, you have crazy people out there who will go and mm-hmm. try to find the stuff. Yes. But we've been a part of a couple of those big That's breaches. So, so, so yeah, things. so now I'm pre- paranoid because um, you don't know whether somebody has this stuff and now they just was hoping or waiting for whatever protections that was given to expire and then they are going to try to do some crazy stuff like whoever this person is that wanted to use my information to get direct tv and like i said originally i thought it was actually a joke because of uh i hadn't had direct tv since like 2017 or 2018 so hopefully we helped you guys and hopefully we provided some information that you can use Mm -hmm. if it happens to you but once again if this has happened to you we would love to hear from you and how you actually handled it Mm -hmm. and how um if you're still going through it whether it's still a problem in your life so let us know and maybe we can um set up uh interview Interview. so that way you can help somebody else too if you've had this issue that have occurred once again we're trying to bring you guys things from family finance and marriage Marriage. and so on this week's topic we hit uh finance finance fraud whatever you want to call call it it. but (laughs) these guys are people are scammers and they're just sitting back trying to basically take your hard-earned cash or whatever or they want something for free yeah if they put all that energy into something legal they would have some money yeah they would be real successful if they would put all that energy into Mm -hmm. something illegal not illegal but legal Legal. right so so yeah all right well good people that's our time for this week we'd like to thank you guys for joining us on this week Make sure that you come back on next week and bring a friend with you. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Remember, we'll be praying for you. I'm Jesse. I'm Mimi. Peace and blessings. Until next time. And remember, check your credit report. Yes. Peace. Peace. Thank you for joining us for this episode at Silently Blessed Podcast. Remember, if you would like to connect with us, hit us up at silentlyblessedmedia at gmail.com. Silentlyblessedmedia at gmail.com. S-I-L-E-N-T-L-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D-M-E-D-I-A at gmail.com. One word, Facebook. TikTok, YouTube channel, Instagram, just search Silently Blessed Media, LLC, Twitter, just search Silently Blessed. We love you, and And there's there's nothing nothing you can can do about about it. it. Peace and blessings until Until next time. time. Don't forget to subscribe and like. This episode was produced by Silently Blessed Media, LLC. All rights reserved to Silently Blessed Media, LLC. I'm Jesse. I'm Mimi. Be blessed, my brother. And my sister. Peace. Peace.